Get ready for a plate full of hot community meals and join us as we take a bite out of the Little Apple. I am your host, Katie Weavey. And I am Becky Goff, and this is Little Apple Bites podcast. Today we have Michael and Renee Gassman with us from Common Table to discuss this great community program that they have. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So we open all of our podcast episodes with the same question we pose it to everyone, and that is, what makes the Little Apple special to you? I know. <laughs> we start you off with the hard one right away, the unexpected. So well, To me, this is home. I was born and raised here. I I don't even know exactly how many generations I am here, probably at least four or five or okay. six generation Manhattanite. Um, so it wasn't really until I got to be an adult that I really realized what all was being offered behind the scenes that people didn't necessarily know about all of the social services. So knowing that the social services are out there makes me feel like this is a community that cares about everybody. Gotcha. Yeah. Same with me. I mean, I grew up here and um, family has been here for a long time and um, you know, I really don't realize uh, there were a couple of times when she and I moved away and then came back and it was always so nice that feeling as you're coming back into town like, oh, I'm home again. So this, <laughs> it's always just been a, uh, a place of, of comfort for me. Um, so, yeah. Very nice. Uh, and you guys have a common table. That's why you're here to talk to us. Can you tell us a little bit about what common table is and an overview of what you guys do? Well, Common Table is a group of churches and concerned citizens um, that provide free community meals. Uh, we're seven nights a week um, for breakfasts, um, and um, four of the meals provide a sack lunch for the next day. Oh, wow. Um, so this is completely free, no restrictions, no qualifications. Uh, if you're hungry, show up. Um, dinner's at six. So just show up, walk in the door, no questions asked. You just nope. get a plate and Absolutely. have some food. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and, you know, Riley County is the highest food insecurity rate in the state of Kansas. And so it's really, or second it's, highest. It's, it's one and two. One it's, and two. We yeah. fight with Gary every year. Oh, okay. It's really a, it's a, <laughs> Unfortunate it's thing a sad to fight race over. that we're in. Yeah, yeah. race to the bottom. Mm -hmm. That's not where we want to be. Yeah, and so it's really important to have uh, – you know, places where you can go if you need the help. And it's nice to have a community resource that, you know, there's not a lot of questions asked. You don't have to feel bad about accepting a meal. And uh, how important is that to you guys? That is, it's kind of a family tradition. Um, Michael was raised in a family that had the disease that we call need to feed. If you walked in the door, the first question was, anybody hungry? <laughs> You want food? Um, but he's got a history as a chef, and it's just always been so important to show our love, show his love. I'm not a cook, but show his love <laughs> through food. And yeah. being able to do this every week is very fulfilling, yeah. I would think. Yeah, I get jazzed about it. I mean, I'd, I love, I'd sit here and talk about it all day. So yeah. So tell us, so this is, right now, it is, uh, locations change daily, is that correct? Almost. Okay. Um, the sites are currently 
Monday night is uh, Church of Latter-day Saints um, hosted at First Lutheran Church. Um, Tuesday nights is First Presbyterian. Wednesday night is First United Methodist Church. Thursday night is First Lutheran Church. Friday night is St. Thomas More hosted at St. Luke First Lutheran Church. Um, Saturday is back at First United Methodist Church, and Sunday is at uh, First Congregational. So all church. within just a few blocks for right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I saw a note on your website that you are being blessed with a location that will centralize all the meals. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So tell us about that. Are you able to tell us about <laughs> that at this point? Yeah. Um, five or six years ago, we started kind of the process of talking to the school district. Um, it was before they did their big bond issue about moving the ninth graders up to West Campus High okay. School. Um, so we, we got started talking with them before the bond issue even passed, just kind of getting our our finger in the door, toe in the door. Um, and once that bond issue passed, we kind of started getting a little bit more possibilities going about the idea of Common Table using the former ninth grade center at 901 points, which I guess now is called the Lincoln Educational Lincoln Education Building or something. Something like that, yeah. Um, the cafeteria and kitchen at that location. And earlier this year, the school board and common table came to, we have a memorandum of understanding that we can use that space once all of the HVAC work is done on that building. So probably sometime in the fall of 2024. Okay. And that'll be really nice then because then people will just know just go to this one, one specific location one every place night. every day, yep. Six o'clock. Mm -hmm. You can get dinner. Yep. So some of those churches are not down in that, like, you said that, like, St. Thomas More is hosts but at someone else's church. Mm -hmm. So that's just that partnership of mm -hmm. being able to bring in other people. Yeah. When we started, um, I was just telling Renee it'll be uh, this January 29th be 10 years that this all really started um, we did the first everybody counts um, at first united methodist church and then out of that um, there was the uh, we we found that the the need there was the there was a lot of in few food there's a lot of food <laughs> insecurity um, and you know i'm sitting there in the meeting i'm like oh I, I could do that um, so at that time, there were only three churches that were doing dinners. Um, there was Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Sunday night. So Thursday through Saturday, there wasn't anything at all mm -hmm. here in town. Um, and we initially uh, sat down with the churches that were currently doing uh, dinners. Um, soon after that, um, I want to say this was in January, I want to say September, October of 2014, uh, First Lutheran um, came on board. They were already in the process of getting started. And then over the last, um, over the next several years, uh, it was our goal to get to seven nights a week. And, and when we did, boy, that was very exciting that we that we were able to cross that threshold. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and you say, you know, it will be 10 years in January. That's an absolutely amazing accomplishment for your program. Um yes. 
and obviously having being able to get to uh, seven days a week of meals. Um, how else do you think Common Table has changed and grown over the past 10 years? We're feeding a lot more people mm-hmm. on a nightly basis. Uh, we've also become a 501c3. Um, so any donations to us are now tax yeah. deductible. Um, it wasn't until, I think, 2022. 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. that we got that done. Um, Before that, we've just been kind of working under the 501c3 umbrella of one of the local churches that Mm. that hosts us. Um, But we are the the kind of the main purpose where we started to do this was to share best practices, let people know, you know, what works, what doesn't work. A lot of the same neighbors go to a lot of the meals, so. If something was happening at one meal, you know, we would know about it. Um, and it was just good communication between all of the churches, good cooperation. It's It's been a good partnership. Yeah, that's amazing to have that partnership with so many uh, local churches in the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the big things that, that um, we're really proud of is that when COVID hit, um, we didn't miss a meal. We had to go to strictly mm-hmm. to goes, and our numbers went down, but um, we we kept going. Everybody still kept at it, and um, yeah, we didn't miss a meal during the year and a half or whatever that we uh, the before everybody could start being uh, back in person with wow. the meals. That's yeah, awesome. the, we got a good grant through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation because to go boxes and those kind of supplies are pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Um, getting volunteers to help even do the to-go boxes was difficult a lot of times, but we, we made it happen every night of the week. Yeah, I was just thinking how hard would it be to get vol- enough volunteers during COVID as well because nobody wants to be out. And and a lot of the churches were limiting the number of mm-hmm. people that could be in the building at any one time. So it was it was, it was was family groups that yeah. like we came in and <laughs> um, our daughter came in. So it was it was us and another family. And it was pretty much yeah. our two families that were doing it a lot. Yeah, you just whoever. At, at, on Wednesday nights. Whoever, we was, whoever was in your bubble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned like volunteers and that the churches come in. If there's people in the community who maybe aren't a member of one of the churches that are providing the meal, is there a way that other people can get involved in volunteering still? Absolutely. Neither Renee or I are a member of any of the churches in the community. Um, and uh, it's everybody's been very uh, welcoming, inviting to allow us to come in and, and uh, you know, get this out of my system uh, once a week. Um, and, um, it, yeah, just really, if you uh, are feeling the need to serve, uh, if you want to come by, um, usually about 515, 5.30, um, the, the best way to do it is to contact the kitchen coordinator for whichever night of the week that you want to volunteer. For instance, okay. if, if Wednesdays work best for you, you would contact the kitchen coordinator at the Methodist Church. Okay. So it's we've there's a list. Um, you can also email us. We've got a Facebook page that you can message through. Yeah, okay. and we got we have a new website. Got a website. Yeah, we've we've done all the things now. Yeah, I saw that you do have a website. So previously, all of your stuff was through Nourish Together, I believe, on, on yeah, it's, theirs. Yeah, it's tied in through. Yeah. yeah. 
But then, yeah, when I was looking to make sure I had the background information before you guys came in, I found that new website and I was like, they're all fancy now. (laughs) It is brand new. Yeah. So that was awesome to see that. Yeah. Within the last six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So brand 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 new. new. Brand new. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, of course, you know, there's people that may not have the time uh, to come and serve a meal or help cook. Maybe they're not a great cook, and but they still want to help. What are ways that you recommend helping out um, Common Table? Well, um, even, you know, any, any time that you're able to give, um, you know, this isn't just about feeding people. Um, you know, we, we try to create community. Um, you know, you sit down and, and have a meal with somebody, it, mm-hmm. it, it does change you for the better a little bit. So um, even if you uh, just want to come in and sit down and talk or, you know, however you want to do it, you know, just, um, you know, lend an ear, um, tell some stories, whatever, um, that's, that's, um, that's a big part of what we do as well. Um, we have several uh, neighbors that come in that that is their, um, their way to connect you know, they, they have the means, but they don't necessarily have the, the social connections outside mm-hmm. of, of, you know, coming to the meals. So um, it's it's great to see. Yeah, that's And that's great. the part that I miss so much about the, the whole thing with COVID was, you know, you make all those personal connections. And, you know, every now and then, you you know, you can see them and you're like, hi, how you doing? And <laughs> uh, but to, to be able to, to see them when they come in and go over and, and talk to them. Hey, how are the kids? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's... Uh, that's the that's the the really that just kind of rounds out the the fulfillment for me yeah and then if someone's wanting to do like a financial donation is that something that you accept as well i mean i would assume you're gonna (laughs) i assume that's not an issue as far as accepting that yeah At, at this point we we have paypal we also have a mailing address that you can mail a check to okay and i guess if they have questions or need more information they would just reach out to you guys is that correct yes okay perfect and then i want to reiterate um if someone is in need of a meal they i want to reiterate that you know you don't have to come in with pay stubs you don't have to come in with your license you don't have to sign in i want to reiterate what do they need to do to receive that meal walk in the door that is all yeah that's that's been my stance from the very beginning has been um it's it's food it's not that hard you know know, if if we we have the means to help you absolutely come on in there's there's always room for one more at the table um so um that's that's why i do it Uh, we have to talk about thanksgiving yeah uh, we were okay yeah because we just had thanksgiving (laughs) and i know you guys did have a big meal Mm -hmm. and the other thing i was going to talk about is then that upcoming holiday as well um, but yeah, so Thanksgiving dinner, Yeah, you hosted how many neighbors came through? We counted, um, we counted plates, so it's okay. not officially official, right? Um, but, but about 325 oh, wow. is wow. what we served. That's awesome. Um, and for the first year back, I think that's, that's pretty okay. Yeah. Um, it went great. Lots of volunteers. Everybody had a good time. Um, once we got through the first... Um, the first seating was about 110 people. And if mm-hmm. we set them down at first, then, you know, all of the orders came in. And we did it like this, that um, you come in, sit down. We had little order forms. You fill that out. And then the servers would come, bring okay. you your drinks, bring you your dessert, bring your food. 
Um, so it was a little more special than just going in and, and mm -hmm. doing your, you know, a buffet. Right. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of fun. It's, uh, we had a lot of, lot of good feedback that people really enjoyed the atmosphere. They really enjoyed the camaraderie. They loved the food. They enjoyed the special treatment. Yeah. And then being able to, you know, somebody that maybe would have been alone for Thanksgiving was able to come mm -hmm. in and have that socialization as well. Yeah. We were kind of limited on what we were able to provide as far as we just did dine-in for this year. Okay. Um, just because we weren't certain of the numbers. So yeah. I don't want to be that guy that runs out of food halfway through. Um, so uh, we did limit it this year, and, and we'll, we'll certainly uh, discuss the option next year, but right. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I had seen a couple of people posting on Facebook asking if, because during COVID there had been a church who had done like a drive-through like meals where they handed them out in to-go yeah. boxes. That was and that was the Christmas meals. That was Christmas. Okay, and they were like, they were wondering, is that something that's going on for this holiday? And I think there were a couple different people that had recommended that they come to the one downtown and mm -hmm. do it in person. So yeah, so it definitely is getting. Word is getting out. Oh yeah, about yes, it was, it was co-hosted through the breadbasket, and they put out the word everywhere that they could. Yeah, yeah, I know that I shared at least once or twice the opportunity to volunteer, mm -hmm. sharing their posts, and then I think I saw at one point where they're like, volunteers are capped. <laughs> yeah, um, so you know. Uh, Probably three or four weeks out, we're still going, oh, gosh, we still need 30 servers. And um, then once everybody's holiday plans kind of settled in, and yeah, there were plenty of people that were going to be here in town. So um, it was good. I was I was very pleasantly surprised um, with with everyone. So helpful and friendly, and it was just it was such a great atmosphere. So was this more of your, like, traditional Thanksgiving meal with, like, mm -hmm. the turkey and mashed potatoes yep. and... Yep, we had turkey and pork loin, mashed potatoes, stuffing, uh, fresh broccoli, and then either pumpkin pie or cake for dessert. And, and rolls. And rolls. And rolls. And butter. No, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I say, I'm gonna and, get hungry just thinking about and, Thanksgiving dinner all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just for the first time coming back, um, I mean, the system works so good. It was yeah. really quick. We're um, really kind of hopeful that next year we'll be at our single site. Mm-hmm. That would and be awesome. That would that would be fantastic. Because then you'd be able to have. I mean, I assume that will have more seating, like available or no. Yeah, I think there's there's uh, just a few over. I think it's two two ten or two twenty is the seating capacity okay. at the the ninth grade center. So that'd yeah. give you a little bit more in. Yeah, and this year we your... had to cook at one location and transport it over. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it was couple blocks it right. wasn't it wasn't it, it worked okay but being able to cook and serve at the same place would make it seamless yeah right. the poor fellow that was at the church cooking the stuff kept trying to get a hold of me like what am i doing next <laughs> <laughs> what, and yeah I'm, what do you need now yeah, yeah. And, and uh you know my phone's in my pocket and i'm busy so i didn't mess with it and i just no, it'd be better to just be able to yeah because then you the can place. have a runner back and forth mm -hmm. a little easier that yeah. way yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that. Do you often have to make the meal somewhere else and transport it or just for this meal? No, this particular one, mm -hmm. um, just because of the volume. Um, right. You know, we planned on um, about 600. Um, so we just having most church kitchens aren't, you know, they aren't equipped for 
that volume of food to be prepared. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it was it was a little bit of a, a, a juggling. Um, you know, had to store it in a cooler at one place and then go pick it up and then, you know, cook it here and deliver it there the first bit and then kind of keep doing that through the through the day. So um, we even had a pallet of dry goods in our garage for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just making sure you store that. And yeah. yeah. Whatever we need to do. So finished Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. went very successful. Did. Now coming up next, I'm guessing there's probably going to be a Christmas meal or yep. how's that going to work? It, it will not be us. Okay. Um, that's going to be uh, Peace Lutheran partnered with St. Thomas More. Okay. It'll be served at St. Thomas More. Um, and I don't have the particulars of that. That's all right. Um, yeah, they've done this meal this will be the Several. twelfth. This yeah, will be the twelfth year for them. I that's believe. the one they've done right. for mm-hmm. forever, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Peace Lutheran started it, and several years back, they started partnering with St. Thomas More, who has a much larger yes. serving venue. Yes, I was in there and when it's, they. It's quite the smooth operation. Yeah, yes. I was there when they did the the to go meals the first year when it was just one hundred percent to go, and just watching them box mm-hmm. everything and get it all ready and just run through that line of cars was just amazing to see mm-hmm. just how well they all worked together and just had it going and just that system. Obviously you could tell they'd been working together for a long yeah, time and, on that. And they were really instrumental in, in our success this year. Um, they reached out to us uh, early on when they found out that we were planning this, they came and visited, they gave us, you know, this is, this is some of the things, these are some of the things that we've done that have worked well. And so really we kind of borrowed their game plan when we did it, <laughs> which, which really helped us um, to be as successful as we were. So big shout out to uh, Peace Lutheran and St. Thomas More for that, for that assist. Yes. So then Christmas evening, will you have still have a common table meal that evening? Yes. Okay. So they can get lunch from the St. Thomas More Peace Lutheran group, and then, um, or is it? Uh, the, yeah, the lunch on Christmas Day will be at St. Thomas, Thomas More. Yeah. Um, if I'm I thinking correctly, it's, it's going to be a correct. Yeah, it's a Monday. It's it was a, Monday. a Friday last year. How yeah. did that happen? Um, Wasn't it? I don't remember. Because we did the Christmas Eve one. Last year, <laughs> I, don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's probably going to be yeah. We'll, def- we'll definitely have it. It's it, it'll happen because theirs will be a midday meal usually, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if if they're able to travel, they could get a midday meal up there and yeah. have a second chance at that extra socialization if it's a hard time for them and they need that for yeah. The Typically, the and... the dinners after the noon meals are much smaller, much slower. Yeah. But we still offer it. Yeah. Because there's probably some that can't make it up to the across town. Right. So, yeah. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about um, you guys are still very much involved. You're not, you know, the people on the board or on the chair just sitting back and watching it happen. You guys are very much still involved and serving meals and helping out and how important is it for you guys to continue to be uh, so deeply involved yeah i hate meetings and committees yeah. so um I'm a, I'm a very hands-on person um so so my being involved um is something that um it, it'll continue for as long as i'm able i mean that's just it's it's in my dna i mean mm-hmm. I, I i feel compelled 
um, you know, whether it's through this or, you know, we've, we've even uh, joked on going on vacations. Oh, I'm not going to get to do this this week. Oh, let's go find some place that I can, you know, help out with the community <laughs> oh, meal. There you go. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, our, our board has been great um, and, and very supportive. Um, you know, we're, we're getting ready to uh, have our, our board elections coming up. And, and so this next oncoming board has a lot of stuff that they need to tackle. You know, this whole transition to to the, the Lincoln Ed Center is it's huge. There's just so mm-hmm. many pieces. You think, oh, I just, you know, take your take your cookie sheets and your measuring cups and just, you know, move in. And uh, no, it's it's nothing like that. It's there's a lot <laughs> of stuff that needs to get done. Um, and um while Renee and I won't be on the board um, coming up, I am always going to be cooking the meals somewhere, doing yeah. something. Um, I'm hoping to be the, um, the, the I don't know, call it the executive director. I call it the grub wizard. Um, kitchen coordinator, kitchen I think coordinator. is how we've yeah. designated it. <laughs> um, over at 901 when that happens. So awesome. I'll be there. I'll be there every day. Um, just yeah. uh, making it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm the current treasurer, but I'll be stepping back. I've got a lot of family obligations at this, at at the moment. So I'm kind of looking forward to not having to be quite so involved on the board because mm-hmm. over the 10 years, I think I've been an officer. Seven. S- seven or eight of them probably. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's time to, to focus on getting some other things done. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're – guys's favorite part of helping out with common table is it the socialization is it making the meals yes <laughs> <laughs> so is that a I mean, really, is it's, that it's, both? it's like part and parcel i mean there's really mm-hmm. it's like it's like asking who my favorite child is um uh, <laughs> i can tell you that <laughs> oh. no um but yeah it's 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 all it's all part of it i mean it's all just being able to um, see the faces and, and, and see, you know, um, everybody. It's, it's really nice, you know, once you once it's served, you kind of step out in the dining room and it's just silence. All you can hear is, you know, it's like, okay, that's mm-hmm. always a good sign. Everybody's, everybody's just paying attention to what's in front of them. And, um, you know, just, just being able to take that question out of somebody's list of things to do, um, you know, where am I going to get my next meal? You know, if, if we're taking care of that for somebody, then they can take care of the next item on their list of, of things that they need to do that day. Um, you know, and just that, that tiny bit that, that we're able to offer really does, um, I believe it, 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 it gives a lot of support to those who need it in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both for coming in. Thank Appreciate you for having it. us. Thanks. Good and times. Yeah, if you ha- need, if you're hungry, Katie, yeah. or if we want to volunteer, I guess we could probably do that too. Yeah. All right. All right. And before we head into the news, Becky, I just want to again thank Michael and Renee Gassman for coming in and sw- talking to us today. Uh, they did an absolutely great job, and Common Table is such a great organization, and I'm really happy that we had them on. Again, you can visit them at their website, mhkcommontable.org. 
And uh, that's where you're going to find out about uh, how you can volunteer, how you can help out, or if you need a meal, uh, it has their full schedule there of uh, when their meals are and where they're going to be each day. So uh, that's really exciting stuff. Tonight, they are going to be at First Lutheran Church. That's located at 930 Points Avenue. Uh, and St. Thomas More Church is going to be hosting, serving that meal. Yeah. And then also, um, as Michael and Renee were leaving us, they let us know that you can select Common Table when you are choosing to do your birthday fundraiser on Facebook. And I did not know yeah. that was an option. That's awesome that their organization is one of those that you can pick. So my birthday is coming up next month, so I'll have to keep that in mind so that I actually might do a Facebook <laughs> fundraiser for my birthday this year. There has I've struggled to like find a place local that I wanted to you know, do that fundraiser for. So I think this might have to be the one this year. So absolutely. It's another great way to get involved, um, is, you know, use that Facebook birthday fundraiser. If you have a birthday coming up, say, Hey, for my birthday, you can fundraise, you can donate to common table. It's a really great local charity and it's a really cool thing that, uh, they have on Facebook there. So definitely. And now, Katie, we have only a few events mm-hmm. that are going on. I'm sure there's others that we just don't know about yet. So we'll get into talking about those. First, I want to remind everybody that tonight, um, our coworker, Anthony Georges, will be on the radio on 1420 KJCK 1079 FM calling the Junction City High School basketball games. They are having their home opener tonight. And they are hosting the Hayes High Indians. So that should be a really good game. And if you don't have anything to do, definitely head over there to Junction City and check out that game. But if you're not able to make it, you can always listen to Anthony on the radio. Absolutely. And uh, also playing their home openers tonight is the Manhattan Man- oh my gosh, Manhattan <laughs> High Indians, uh, the Riley County Falcons, the Blue Valley Rams, and the Wamigo Raid Raiders. Everybody is uh, home tonight, it seems like. Yeah, and Rock Creek Mustangs are also playing at home tonight, but they were lucky. They've actually already had two other nights at home this year already. So okay. they started out the season with three back-to-back home games. So Nice. Yeah, lucky for them. But then they'll head into a bunch of away games. So I guess they kind of are – it's the trade-off there. So Absolutely. So good luck to all of our uh, high school teams tonight i hope you guys all play well at home absolutely Um, and then saturday this weekend uh k-state's fall 2023 commencement ceremonies are being held Uh, actually they start today i think they do start today um just this afternoon um obviously visit k-state.edu to find more information about what colleges are graduating at what times because there's a whole lot to list, and it's more than what we could manage to fit into our news segment here on our podcast. So, yeah, definitely check out K-State's website for more details on that. Absolutely. And, obviously, Saturday, uh, head down to the Farmer's Market downtown. Go say hi to our friend Andrea. Absolutely. And, uh, their winter hours are 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the parking lot, um, just at the corner of 3rd and Leavenworth Streets next yes. to the mall on that side there. So uh, go check out the farmer's market. It's actually going to be fairly nice. It's not not too cold this weekend. Yeah, so. this weekend is one of those Kansas weekends where it's not really feeling like December. So we're yeah. looking out with this weekend. And then um, kind of on the same um, topic, if you will, of common table of people in need of food during 
any time of the year. Um, there are harvesters food dis- distributions that are available throughout Riley County coming up. Um, again, there's so many of those, Katie, that are available to our mm-hmm. community. We are very fortunate to have them. Harvesters.org is the way to find information on where those free food giveouts are. And um, there's just a place you can find and there's different ones in Manhattan and then it also in the outlying communities as well if you're in need of food any time of year honestly they're always around so absolutely so check out harvesters.org for more information on that yes and uh we'll also skip to uh another resource here uh if you're in need of food is the flint hills red basket so they are located at 905 yuma street they are also an extremely great uh community resource to have and absolutely their executive director carla is a really great person we actually are going to have her on as a guest next podcast yes i'm so excited to have her in here and Mm -hmm. tell us all about how things are going with flint hills breadbasket she just in the last few years became the executive director after the previous one retired uh, thankfully, due to some resources and stuff, she's been able to change the requirements for our community members to make it um, easier for our community members that need that food assistance to be able to get food from the breadbasket. So she'll tell us all about like what it takes to get in there, but it's definitely not as much as you might think in order to be able to get free food from them. So Absolutely. So yeah. stay uh, tuned for that. And I think our final piece of news here is next Saturday, December 16th, uh, you can stop by the downtown Manhattan Farmer's Market for their holiday market. Yes. And that is when they're going to have vendors uh, offering handmade in Kansas products, baked goods, farm fresh produce, and there'll also be some giveaways and freebies um, and fun activities for your kids. It'll be a good, uh, a really good good outdoor community event next Saturday. Definitely. I know when I've been in um, at the holiday market in the past, they've even had like uh, different setups where you could do like, kind of like take a picture, like mm. whether you do it as selfie style or ask somebody to help take it, but like they've had like hay bales or like that old, you know, the old truck and just kind of that. The holiday prop just yeah exactly and they have a couple of different spots around and you're able to just like take those photos just have a you know just a little something different to do and hopefully we end up with just as good of weather as we're supposed to have tomorrow for next weekend yeah so go ahead and check them out i think that is all the news we have uh for the next couple weeks so uh again for more news and resources continue to check out little apple post and uh, stay tuned for our next podcast that's going to air Friday, December 22nd. And again, we'll be talking to the Flint Hills Red Basket about um, how you can get involved there, uh, what they do, how they serve, and uh, just how you can take use of that community resource that we have. Definitely. So that's all the news we have for today. Remember, a locally grown apple a day keeps our community unique in every way. And we will see you all next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.